This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Resolute Square. There was also maintained what was called an enemy's list, which is rather extensive and continually being updated. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? The women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions. On January 6th of 2021, you had tens of thousands of people peacefully protesting. No, it's not a right-wing conspiracy theory. It's not QAnon. It's real. (laughs) I'm Rick Wilson, and this is The Enemies List. My guest today on the enemies list is Toby Morton. Toby is a comedian, a filmmaker, an activist. Toby is also the voice of Scott Tennerman in my absolute favorite South Park episode, <laughs> which of course has the tears of unfathomable <laughs> sorrow. It is and was a writer on South Park, which is a show that I think will will, will only be appreciated in probably a hundred years from now at the depth of its cultural observations of this country. Well, I have to interrupt you there because uh, when I went to California, when I got on the show, my parents were super proud, super excited. And that was the very first thing I did was the voice of Scott (laughs) Tanner. And I remember, I remember my mom calling and going, I can't wait to see this. And I go, maybe Maybe. wait (laughs) till the next episode. And she goes, no, I want to see this. And I go, okay. Good. So she saw it. It was great. Well, really proud. I, <laughs> well, today Toby has launched in a in a different direction with a set of satires that is as cutting and compelling and as fun as South Park at its finest. And you guys probably know Toby for some of his websites that send up the craziest elements of the MAGA world. And, and from from Moms <laughs> for Liberty to Elise Stefanik, to Marjorie Taylor Greene, to Marco Rubio. He has touched on so many of these folks with parody websites and parody messaging. Tell us a little bit about what led you to start doing this um, and who you're targeting at the moment and some of the reactions that you've had from people that have been both the uh, targets of this work and folks, you know, how, how folks are reacting to it. The first thing, I, I, I wanted to stay away from political comedy my whole life. Right. That was always something I considered way too, way too advanced for me because uh, I, I just felt it wasn't in my, my wheelhouse until Trump came along. And it wasn't even about politics anymore. Right. I have been on Twitter since 2009. Same. And it was 2019. <laughs> But I didn't do anything with it. I just, one of those things where a new social media platform comes out and you want to grab your name real quick. Right, right, right. And that's what I did. That's what I did. So 10 years later in the spring of 2019, I get this email that says, happy 10 year anniversary. And around that time, I wanted to kind of play around and see what I could do with this whole, everything that was happening with Trump. So I got on there and, and, and made a few friends and, and didn't have a lot of followers. And then I, uh, I reached out to 
the parody account, Devin, Devin Nunez Cow, right. Devin Cow. Yep. And uh, we became fast friends offline. And for a while, I was doing some animation for her, going after Devin Nunez. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. But everybody was doing animation. Everybody was doing videos. It, it, I just felt like I wanted to do something else to kind of make my mark. Um, and it was one night I, I saw an article. I read an article about some Midwestern small town got some guy running for county commissioner grabbed his opponent's domain name and redirected that opponent's domain name to his own website and i thought well that's clever and that's pretty much what it was but i thought man he really missed out he really could have taken that guy's domain name and made you know this this website of just this guy just pretending it's his website and going this is who i am this is what i'm about these are the facts this is the truth (laughs) and so i said that's what i'm gonna do so I said, who's dumb enough not to grab their domain, <laughs> the campaign domain? And Devin Nunez 2020.com was the very first one I grabbed. And I built the website and it was just like it was, it looked real. It was, it was all of the truths. It was, it were facts about who he was mm-hmm. and it fooled a lot of people and it was funny. And that's, that's where it all started. That's where it all started for me. These websites all have a certain vernacular about them. They all have a certain style about them. And I think that's one of the funniest things that you do is you've captured that blandness of campaign websites and then just slid the knife in underneath it in a way that <laughs> right. that takes a minute because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, well, of course, he's a bold leader for a new generation of and he likes to kill poor people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My father, very, very political. Uh, he's a what he would call a yellow bear Democrat. Right. If there was a yellow bear on the Democratic ticket, he would vote for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he told me, he goes, do you really want to get into this? Before I went on to Twitter, because I really wanted to get into that realm. And he goes, are you sure you want to get into this sort of comedy? And I went, yeah. I mean, it can't be any crazier than when Howard Dean yelled back in 2004. Because <laughs> that got, that was insane. It can't be any crazier than Howard Dean yelling. And it it's, you know, obviously way beyond that. But, um, but yeah, each time I build a website, I want to, I want the facts there, but I also want to throw in, you know, I, if I'm not laughing at it, then I'm, I'm not doing it right. Cause that's the mm-hmm. whole point. I want to make myself laugh. It, it's got to make, it's got to make me laugh. So. Well, and it, I, I'm, I'm going to guess it's easy with a lot of these people because man, do they take themselves seriously? Yeah. I mean, moms for liberty being a case in point, those people take themselves way too seriously. Yeah, they do. And and they've been reaching out to me lately and I'll get to that. But um, yeah, well, but I, I will say the thing that really made me realize that I, I was onto something here was when uh, Elise Stefanik, that website, when I released that campaign mm-hmm. website in uh, last year, last spring, yeah, two springs ago. And uh, I remember Lincoln Project retweeted it mm-hmm. and some other large accounts retweeted it. And then Huffington Post did an article about it. Right, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm, I'm I guess I'm onto something here." And she reached. Or the New York Post did a story about me, and she told the New York Post, "I have it in one of my posts." But she said, uh, "Toby's just trying to please the blue check people, and uh, he needs help. He needs a job, and uh, we pray for him." Oh, That's God. why she. So she she's the Gretchen Wieners of Congress. <laughs> And here's the funny thing about about Elise. 
you know, we all know Elise. Elise was a never Trumper back in 15. She's from Bush mm-hmm. world. She's not, th- this is all performative horseshit. She's ambitious now. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, she literally her first job in politics, she worked for Stuart Stevens. We all, I mean, th- this is somebody we all oh, wow. knew. We all knew as a sort yeah. of up and come. Stuart has got a weird curse about anybody who worked. Jason Miller was his intern at one point. And I'm like, Jesus, did he, did he like get the credit card? And did you get like a lot of like Asian massage parlors on the credit card? Right. That's but, funny. I just watched an, your episode of the enemies list with Stuart. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. this morning, actually. There's a real hatred about her that I was a good target for you. She's got a really ugly side to her and it's very small and vindictive these days. And she's kind of pinned down mm-hmm. on it. She can't get out of it now. She's like the MAGA queen and, and will never be one of the cool kids, but she's also, you know, she, she, she really is trying to be some vice president for Trump and it's just not going to work out. You don't think he's going to choose her? You know, something tells me, I, 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 no, I, I can tell you there's a, there are several, several reasons why, and I'm not going to be ugly about it, but Okay. Trump has literally <laughs> right, told enough. people, he's literally told people, and it's come back to me, I'm going to have a woman, and she's going to be very, very hot. <laughs> very, very hot. And well, I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. uh, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, say no more. Got you. Support for Rick Wilson's The Enemies List comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software, or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable, all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash Wilson. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash Wilson. Odoo. Modern management made simple. So the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is Moms for Liberty. And folks, I I know a lot of our audience knows who Moms for Liberty are. They're a right-wing Republican women's group that's been funded by Betsy DeVos and a bunch of other crazies who are the woman, the 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 women's auxiliary of the Trump Reich. And they're 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 like taking these, taking over school boards across the country. Um, and they're the book band queens. Um, tell me a little bit about how you picked uh, Moms for Liberty as one of your targets and, and and walk us through the story of how that's gone so far. Well, when I was working on the my defascist24.com against Ron DeSantis, that website, um, you know, looking up all of uh, his followers and his supporters, I came across the Moms for Liberty group and immediately went and grabbed momsforliberties.com because uh-huh. they had mom for moms for liberty but I, I i knew right away i was like oh man because i read about how they were growing uh weekly and monthly like the chapters around the united states there there are new totally. chapters popping up every month and at the time i was reading up on them and i remember reading a a, a quote from uh what's the guy's name the the proud boys leader enrique terrio yeah terrio called the monster liberties group uh gestapos with vaginas <laughs> and i was like i was like if he says that about them then i need to dig in deep and see what's going on so i did you know like other websites i i don't know how far it's going to reach or if it's going to do well or not right but i i started building it and people really started responding I had a lot of people uh, chiming in about their chapters in their states 
And next thing I know, I've got, you know, dozens of uh, emails and messages from moms who really want people to know that these Moms for Liberty members are going after the school boards. Right. The past month, I've just been, it's been all Moms for Liberty. And I've had a few reach out to me to uh, let me know that I'm doing the wrong thing, you know, to put it nicely. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I've seen some of your tweets about them. A, a lot of them do not seem like they're just having a, a peaceful dialogue with you. A lot of them seem to be on the edge of or over the edge of threatening. Yeah, um, a majority of messages that i've gotten from them uh contain the word uh jew sure like they you know like unsurprising given they they were like hitler had a good idea (laughs) exactly yeah and you know toby you're a jew and i was like and go you know that's (laughs) yeah please and uh but no i haven't gotten direct threats but it, it it's been enough to where you know they've they have threatened to come after me legally like I'm saying things and I put things on the website. Sure. They haven't said that aren't true. It's just uh, uh, defaming them. And it's just all these kinds of things that nobody will actually do anything. Like they're trying to scare me. They have no idea that I've been doing this for a while. But uh, there is one chapter leader in Niceville, Florida, has reached out to me. Oh, man, that, that's the heart of QAnon country over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, she started by saying, I will not engage with you. But what you're doing is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, she continued to engage with me (laughs) and make comments and continue making comments on my posts, just arguing, trying to get me to respond. She DM'd me. She DM'd me this morning, actually, telling me she's praying for me and that we need to sit down and have a dialogue. And it can't be nasty, but she wants to have a dialogue with me. And I'm, it's just not going to happen. It's pointless. I mean, I'll, I'll just keep doing what I do, but you know. I mean, you know, you can't really you can't really have any dialogue with them. You know that. They're they're a fundamentally irrational group. And and part of it is this. They have cloaked all of their all of their rhetoric in it's for the children. Um, And and it's not it's it's not for the children. It's it's. And look, Steve Bannon told somebody that was down in Sarasota, Florida, that it got back to me that he loves the mom for liberty thing because he can install people who are much further to the right in school boards and county commissions and city councils uh, using moms for liberty as a vehicle than he could possibly get away with even running them initially as Republicans. They're all Republicans, but Uh, but he he recognized very early you could have people who were essentially – if not Nazi adjacent, then Nazi comfortable um, running yeah. for running for state office and eventually federal office as a farm team, they would come up through this through this Moms for Liberty process, and they would um, and they would you know have a have a built in sort of advantage in races, which yes does it does it like bother me? Yeah, 
do they have a right to do it? Of course they have a right to do it, but it's, but it is really disguised. I think very deceptively as we're just, we just care about parents' rights. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. And the book band stuff, you know, they, they've pushed back on that so hard, but, and you've had some fun with that. Oh yeah. They, there's on the website. I do have a, a area where the actual books they ban and also the books they might end up banning uh, super fudge. Uh, one of my all time favorite Judy Bloom, <laughs> right. the sequel to tales of a fourth grade, nothing. Right. Um, but stuff like that. But, but if you go to the moms for Liberty website, moms for Liberty, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it, it's watered down. They talk about the children. They talk about freedom. But I, I, I just ask that you go to their individual social media accounts, and it's a completely different story. Oh, it, yeah. It's, it's who they are, and they are not afraid. I mean, the website, yeah, it's all pretty, and it's all for the children. But I, I guarantee you, you go to any of their Facebook profiles or Instagram or Twitter, and they're, they're just fucking nuts. There's a, a friend of mine was starting to plot out a, a race against a Moms for Liberty person, or the actually the daughter of a friend of mine down in well i'm not going to say what county because it might alert the assholes and she said you know the the campaign that the woman ran this ran in one school board thing it was we're going to get back to the three r's and it's just for the basics and protect our kids and he says and she looks at the woman's um twitter feed and it's pure blood q q maga army digital soldier this woman like ran as like a you know blue coat republican but on her twitter feed she's like how did Alex Jones get taken over by the deep state and sell us out? <laughs> okay. oh my you God. think Alex yeah. Jones has been taken over by the deep state? We have a bigger problem, yeah. lady. So, I mean, you're having fun with these. And folks, I think, are getting a lot out of it because it really does sort of play havoc in in the fact that most of the Republican universe has to exist inside the social media bubble. And this is something that disrupts that particular world and and when it gets shared and and pushed out there it's a really interesting countervailing force against what they're normally able to get away with and, and normally they're the ones who are playing with the sort of reality the sliders on the reality machine yeah so you've got obviously um a lot of these targets coming up but we're about to get into the big presidential race um in in very much earnest we're about a year away from the presidential race I'm curious what you're thinking about as you go forward on on Trump versus Biden in the coming in the coming months. I you know when I first got involved with all of this my whole idea was to go after those who supported Trump his sycophants um because there's so there there are plenty of people going after Trump. Right. Um and I've got a, a couple of his domains but to me I always felt well I mean I I I don't think it would do any sort of damage or do anything if i had my own trump website right you know, the, uh, yeah nobody's gonna believe it first off yeah right 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 and that's what that's when it's gonna be hard for them to be oh well <laughs> well yeah it's like you know and i update my websites when new information comes in for these separate politicians and trump i i would have to just i would have to my life would be over i would be in front of my laptop 24 7 there's always something that happens and it's everywhere. It's on the Drudge yeah. Report. It's everywhere. Every little move he makes. He is the singular sort of political sing- the force that draws everything else into it. He's a black hole of of political evil. And, and I'm glad I'm talking to you about this right now because I know you're, you're uh, everything with Trump. But it, it just it, it still boggles my mind how he's in the lead. He's 
he's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy. And yeah. and it's not He's the guy. And everybody's sitting back going, uh, he he'll probably go to jail or he'll probably I'm not convinced that he's going to go to jail. I'm not oh, convinced. I'm not, at Toby. All. I'm not either. And I'm it's not terrifying. either. Listen, I think, I think that I look. I think the documents case is going to be tried by a Trump judge in front of a Trump jury in South Florida, yeah. which is Trump country. I, 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 and and look, these MAGA people are are now. They love lying to pollsters. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't they lie to a judge? Yeah. I can judge the case fairly, of course, Your Honor. Yeah. And, and go in and just and, and have a hung jury. And I know this, I, I can't imagine they wouldn't do it. And I know this isn't news, but seeing videos and seeing footage of people literally saying he could be in prison and I'll still vote for him is just it just yeah. still blows my mind. It shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised, but it still blows my mind. It's insane. Yeah, listen, it is it is absolutely an alternate reality and people live in it all the time and they kind of love it, honestly. Sure. And it's really weird. It's really, really weird. I stopped talking to my brother who's, who's MAGA, you know, we, he, he, Uh he's, he's MAGA. He would send me texts of, you know, he's like, Hey, did you, the the whole Mike Lindell from the beginning? And he's like, you got to see this, Toby, you got to see us. And I'm like, Oh my my God. And I was like, and I was like, I can't, you know, and, and it, and it sounds bad, but, I don't want my son around him now because it's toxic. I don't want my son to be around oh, him I, when I, he's it's crazy. I totally understand it. This is not your father's Republican party sort of thing. Right. I say this all the time to yeah. people, but it, it really is not, it really is not the same world anymore. And none of the people that are, that are comfortable with that alternate reality, um, you know, they don't, they, they don't even blink anymore. They yeah. just, they don't even care. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he could be in prison and he would still win the primary. That's why, you know, the rest of the primary, and I'm sorry you had to go out and do all the like, like the fascists and stuff because those guys are collapsing now. It it was fun. I I learned a lot about the man, (laughs) but you know, he's strange and small character. I think he bought into this, like his shit doesn't smell and he's six feet tall and covered with gold. And that he was the guy to take over and beat Trump. Yeah. He was going to be the guy. He was going to be the dominant force. Um, and it just it just doesn't uh, it doesn't it hasn't happened. Weird. I don't know how they spent so much money on private jets for the Duchess of Florida, Princess Casey, um, and and all this stuff. And and it just didn't work. I mean, he just he had so much money and it just didn't work. It's a yeah. real shame. Yeah, I said sarcastically. Well, I still I still I still <laughs> anyway. want to keep on him. I know he's obviously going to go back and. Be oh yeah, don't take your it. foot off the guy's throat. No. Yeah. And same with Casey. I've got Casey DeSantis 2024.com and I plan on, you know, doing a few things with Casey. So Well, she's gonna run for governor in twenty six. So Get you out. might want to grab those. Get out. I swear to God. Oh my God. I swear to God. I mean, it's all over the place. It's all that over is the crazy. place. She's gonna she and Matt Gates are gonna be in a very ugly primary oh, in Right. Matt Gates. Yes, it's gonna be delicious. Wow. It's gonna be delicious. So, well, Toby, listen, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on the enemies list. Um, keep up the good work. Is there a center hub where you're promoting all of the parody sites that you're doing? You know, uh, at the moment, I just on my Instagram at word clown uh, is my link tree. I mean, there's there's no specific website has them all together. But right now, uh, my profile uh, has the link tree and uh, my upcoming the dot com. 
should be a lot fun. Tell us a little bit about that before we let you go, because PragerU is one of my fucking bugbears. Well, I, <laughs> I, I have family in Oklahoma, and of course, Ryan Walter is a superintendent in Oklahoma, Tulsa. Uh, mm-hmm. He um, he's decided to use the Prager University or the Prager U uh, uh, teaching uh, skill. You, you know, it, it's hard to explain. I, I They call themselves Prager University, and then they had to drop the university because it fooled people mm-hmm. into thinking that they were actually, you know, teaching things. So they went to Prager sure. U. <laughs> that's the truth. And so I went, oh, the Prager U is available. So I got that. And already uh, I started a social media account for it. And they complained about it and it was taken down. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. So Prager U is going to have a lot of uh, uh, special classes that you can sign up for to learn about Dennis Prager. <laughs> so that should be a lot of fun. That should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, listen, Toby Morton, I wish you all the best. Come back on the come back on the podcast. Uh, you are here, by the way, on our one-year anniversary show on wow. the 26th of October. Perfect. So you have had an honored place in the uh in the in the in the history of the Enemies List podcast, my friend. This is bigger than Scott Tennerman. <laughs> Tears of unfathomable sorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. Folks, on today's enemies list panicky Democrats. All right, folks, I'm recording this on Friday, November the 10th. On Tuesday, we had a damn good election, but you would not have known it from the dick in the dirt, oh, woe is me, wailing and lamentations that were going on among Democrats leading up to that election. They were they were moaning and crying, oh, we're going to lose everything. The, the Biden's numbers are so bad. Guess what? You didn't. Because in Kentucky, with Andy Bashir, in Ohio, with the ballot initiative on Dobbs and Choice, and in Virginia, you had three sets of individual races that were not dominated by the, by the old model of, oh, the president's approval ratings determine everything. Guess what? They won. Democrats won. They won in Kentucky against a Trump-endorsed candidate who was so far out in the into the ether of craziness that he was never going to win. Andy Bashir ran a brilliant campaign, carefully shaping a non-ideological message on the front end of jobs, accomplishments, infrastructure, building a, a, a state with great opportunity for everybody, and closed the gate on the election by putting it in the face of moderate Republican voters and independent-leaning voters that the Dobbs decision meant that if a woman was a victim of rape and incest, or in, in the case of the ad they ran both at the same time, that Republicans were heartless, cruel, and restrictive. In Virginia, you had Glenn Youngkin out there trying to launch his presidential campaign, out there telling Virginia Republicans um, that, or Virginia Republicans, they were going to pass a 15-week ban, they were going to do all these other restrictions. And guess what? They lost. They lost the House, or the Assembly, rather, in Virginia, and the Democrats held the Senate. In Ohio, abortion and choice and Dobbs and individual liberty were on the ballot, and the Republicans were out promising they'd put more restrictions out, and they got their asses handed to them. The numbers in Ohio in particular showed that about 25 to 35 percent of Republican women voters crossed over and voted against more restrictions. The big flex of the Republicans that night was they won the Suffolk County executive seat on Long Island, 
and that they held the Mississippi governorship. That's not the flex Republicans think it is. But here's the thing, Democrats. Stop panicking. In all three of those big races, the Democrats did the work. They did the blocking and tackling. They weren't out jerking off with like the hyper-progressive bullshit. They were doing the work. They were talking to real voters about things that are consequential in their lives. Stop panicking. Start campaigning. Stop running around with your hair on fire. Start acting like you have real issues to talk about. Dobbs and democracy are winning issues. Stop thinking that you are in the ditch when, in fact, you are in the driver's seat. Thanks again for listening to The Enemies List. If you have any comments, questions, or if there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast, hit me up on Twitter at TheRickWilson. Thanks again for the wonderful support you've shown the pod. We're growing fast. It really helps if you will share this with your friends, your family, and anyone else who, like us, is trying to save democracy. While you're at it, if you could rate and review the podcast, I would be very much appreciative. I know this is the sort of thing you've heard a billion times. Please rate, review, like, blah, blah, blah. But you need to do it. It really does help us a lot. We are slaves to the algorithm, my friends. And if you do this, it will help get the pod out further. Anyway, thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, whatever you do, stay off the list.